Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White, a Newcastle United podcast brought to you by Chronicle Live. We are the only place you need to come for all the up-to-date news about your club. We have a panel of expert writers who have covered the club for many, many years. We have legends of the game who also join us as special guests as well as writers from further afield. Hit that subscribe button and get your weekly update of Newcastle United. So some exciting news about our podcast. We're now hosted on the Global Player app. Don't worry if you get your podcast from Apple, Spotify or Acast. You can still get them from that platform. But we do recommend that you download the Global Player app. It's available in iOS or from the Google Store. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Musgrove, joined by our football editor, Mark Douglas. Mark, another busy few days in the world of Newcastle United. We're still without the news that all the fans are hoping for, and that is that the Premier League have given the green light for the takeover. Um, That's where we'll start. Can you just give us your latest understanding on where things are with the Premier League's uh, owners and directors test? Um, well, I don't think we've. I don't think it's it's markedly different from from where it's been the last probably week two week or two. Um, in that it, it really just requires that final um, green light from the Premier League, uh, and then the money to be transferred from the group over to Mike Ashley uh, before we can we can start talking about uh, this, the actual official announcement and um, and the ensuing sort of celebrations from Newcastle United fans. I, I, my take on it at the moment is that I don't see a lot changed really in terms of, you know, I know there's been a lot of talk in the last two or three days, um, but I don't think a lot's changed. I think the PCP Capital Partners Group are in pole position. Um, um, I don't think the, B, the Premier League directors, uh, the, the directors and owners test is going to be a particular problem, although there obviously have been discussions. Um uh, and I think we're, uh, you know, I think we're, we're moving towards a situation where where there will there will be an announcement soon. You know, I know people want to know exactly when. Um, I haven't got that information. I'm not going to sort of pretend that I've got the information of exactly the timeline. Um, but I don't think it's going to be weeks and months. I think more likely days. You know, if if not this week, then then next. Um, but yeah, I think we're all um, we're, we're all sort of just waiting for that. But it's not necessarily a nervous wait for me. It's more of a uh, just a, a wait now, really, because I do think it. I do think it's going to happen. What did you make of uh, last night's reports? Many people would have woken up to them this morning of the um, American businessman who is ready to, with a three hundred and fifty million pound bid should the Saudi uh, takeover not go through. Do you know what they, they reminded me of? A lot of the talk that has happened during this two and a half, three year period. Since Mike Ashley's put the club on the on the market, a lot of people cropping up, a lot of people with with you know without necessarily the credentials that you would expect from somebody who's about to come in and make a, a three hundred or three hundred fifty million pound um, investment in a football club. You know, I think if this was if if it hadn't been for the presence of the Saudi takeover, we'd probably be um, investigating this one a little bit more. Um, and there were just a few things that don't really stack up for me. I, I don't see a lot about this guy, uh, Henry Morris, who's who's been um, who's been linked with this bid. I, I don't see a lot of independent verification of his wealth. Whereas with the Rubens, with the P, P 
PIF. Um, and to an extent, Amanda Staveley, although you know her wealth hasn't really independently kind of uh, verified, but you know she's she has she has wealth. Um, we know that there is there is money there. I think with this this one, I, you know, I don't see it. You know, I've only done a little bit of digging, but I, d I don't see it there. I'm not saying that it's it's not it's not relevant, but I just feel that given that there's exclusivity with the Amanda Staveley, Rubens, and PIF bid. I think it feels like a bit of a distraction at the moment. I, I, I think my slight sort of feeling about it is, you know, there's been so many things that, that have happened in the last two and a half years that, that haven't really had much explanation. I mean, I can't tell you why in the autumn of last year, I had an email from somebody's Proton Mail account with the full prospectus of um, the, uh, the, the bid from uh, the American group with Peter Kenyon. I, I mean, that just seemed very strange to me. It seems very strange that it that it would break. That who would be wanting to get their name out there at this point? Um, and I just, you know, it's not that I obviously, I, you know, I know it's it's a it's it's a valid story and it's one that, you know, I'm sure if he'd come to me, I'd I'd have looked at it and and, and done something with it. But I just don't think it's, you know, and I think it's reflected in the interest levels out there. I I just don't think it's a major intervention yet. And if the and say there was something that happened with the Stavely, Rubens, and PCP Capital bid, um, and that ruled it out. Uh, which we, we don't, we haven't heard any suggestion of that. If that did happen and it fell at the last minute, it, I'd be really interested to see whether this one would actually go ahead. Because to me, there's a lot of things that that you know would I need to bottom out before uh, before we got any further with it. It doesn't look to me necessarily like it's um, you know it's it's anywhere close to being as credible as um, as the um pcp capital partners but as a bit surprised that you know that, that he he supposedly bid 350 million and and obviously that the agreement's been been done for 300 million with the with the other group as far as we're aware so yeah a little bit strange um but the fact remains that the, the other bid um has reached a level at which none, none of the other bids have and really just requires that final final hurdle to get over so unless there are um shenanigans sort of brewing which you know i have no indication of that then it's it's just and probably another footnote to what has been a very strange very weird two and a half years in terms of off the field matters at newcastle but i'm not getting too concerned about it really because i don't i just don't think it it it, it really has um any impact on um the the main focus which is obviously the um the saudi and pcp capital partners bit so now, obviously, that bid is is still with the Premier League. Um, just playing devil's advocate, obviously, a lot of publicity around um, the Amnesty letter, the statement from uh, the wife of the, the murder journalist, um, obviously, the, the piracy issues as well. Do you think the Premier League might make a stand? I mean, what some do you think that the Premier League could, could actually say, well, OK, at some point things have got to change and this this could be the time to, to make that stand? I, I don't know. I think you've got to remember a few things about, about the Premier League. Number one, it, it's that test is not intended to be a morality test. It's not intended to be an ethics test. So um, PIF have just invested £400 million in Live Nation. They did um, They did deals with um, they did deals with a health a healthcare provider that's 
and it's looking to bring uh, artificial intel intelligence into the NHS last year. Um, they do deals in the UK all the time. So the, the Premier League are choosing to to block it on the basis that they, you know, of, of the amnesty, of the justification, the amnesty letter, or even the fair square letter. Um, I think that would be unprecedented. And I just don't think they're, they're minded to do that. The second thing you've got to think of is that if they block this, and it's potentially a major investment in English football um, from uh, a foreign uh, wealth fund, then you will start to see you will start to see so many more uh, deals being scrutinised. And the fact is that every single owner in the Premier League would sell if they felt they were going to get the kind of profit that Mike Ashley is potentially going to get from this deal. So is it in the Premier League's best interest to um, stop new money coming into the league at a time when the economy is in, uh, you know, is in total uncertainty? I just don't think it is. I, I think the piracy matter would always was a, a more of a worry. I don't think it was ever going to, to block the deal, but I think there'll probably be some conversations going on with PIF um, and some reassurances on 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 how Saudis are going to uh, how the Saudis are going to uh, deal with that. But again, you know, that's all happening behind closed doors. It's it'll be happening between lawyers, from what I understand, um, retained lawyers by the Premier League, so not necessarily the Premier League themselves and um, members of this consortium. So it, it's not. It's not enough to say we don't want this deal to happen because, um, you know, we don't agree with the ethics of, of what Saudi Arabia do or because of piracy or because or even, you know, that we feel that they will influence Sheffield United, which, I, you know, I, I've seen that mentioned, um, but I just don't think that that's realistic either. Um, I just don't have any. I've never really felt that if it got to Premier League owners and directors that it would it would be a problem unless they had doubts about where the funding's coming from. That was the only, that's the only thing that, that, that has been, that things have been blocked for in the past. You know, this is the PIF we're talking about. If it was Prince Mohammed bin Salman himself investing in the, in the football club or buying the football club, then maybe it was a different thing, but this is the PIF. And, you know, that means it's a very different, it's a very different matter from, from it being an individual. So I've never had those worries about, about the, the owners and directors test, because I probably, from the Bin Zayed group situation a couple of years ago. I, I did I did quite a lot of work on the owners and directors test, spoke to a few lawyers, spoke to people, and, and I've always felt that, you know, the only thing that stops it is if they don't feel that a club can be sustained over three or four years um, by the people who are trying to buy it. So, for example, if the Bin Zayed had, had bought the club and didn't have any money or didn't have proof of where the money was coming from or were borrowing heavily to finance the uh, transaction then it would be it would it would probably have been stopped but if it is um the exact makeup that we've been led to believe and we i think i think it is i just don't see these tests and have never felt these tests that were a significant hurdle I, I always felt and this is why i've kind of been quite excited about it since what happened three weeks ago i i, I kind of was quite healthily skeptical about things before then probably because i've dealt with a lot of newcastle um takeovers but after those documents went in and it proved that things were happening i just uh, since then i've all i've always been 70 80 even 90 percent optimistic that this is going to happen in time um and i don't think anything that's happened since has made me made me feel feel not the only little thing that i've always felt was a bit strange is that mike ashley hasn't done it yet but he hasn't communicated with newcastle united but that is mike ashley isn't he? he's very unpredictable
I still feel that the Premier League checks aren't something to worry about from the perspective of, of blocking it. Um, you know, I, I, it was always going to be the case that people were going to make representations on Saudi Arabia. It makes me feel uncomfortable, some of the things that we, we hear. Um, but, you know, there are there are other sides to it as well. And, and you know, I, I just think the world in which we live in, where PIF are investing heavily in a lot of things, I just don't see there's a there's a chance of that not not happening. Obviously, the journalist was Jamal Khashoggi. I must say that um, the Saudi Arabian yes. government deny all accusations um, that have been levelled at their door. Uh, you look on Twitter, Mark. You you look uh, on the bookies list, and you have crazy names being linked to Newcastle United. You know, it's like something out of Football Manager. Is it too early for? You know, people to be making these claims. For instance, we've seen Philip Coutinho linked today as a priority, given that the deal hasn't been given, hasn't been passed yet, hasn't been completed. Is it too early to to be making those claims? Do you think? Um, yes, I think I think it probably is. Um, I, look, there'll be there'll be agents will be getting very busy with this at the moment. Bear in mind that there's there's potentially not a lot of football um, clubs with money to spend. In the next transfer, couple of transfer windows, so there'll be a lot of people seeing United, um, the uh, the wealth of the Saudi fund and the wealth, and thinking this is a great opportunity for us to get our client into a football club that might have some money to spend. I, I think that it's far too early. I, from what I'm told, um, the people involved in this bid at the moment are. They are making some overtures to to people and and making you know that they that they feel they can trust to see whether they might be interested in you know either coming to work for the football club or um, you know might be interested in something down the line. But I don't think that they're they're out there trying to do deals for transfer deals at the moment. I, I'd be very surprised if if Amanda Staveley or the other people involved were ringing Philip Coutinho's agent and and putting in a, a transfer offer. I just don't think that's realistic at the moment. You know, there's times on their side, really. I mean, the one thing about this lockdown means that football is not coming back before, I don't think, before June. If that happens, fine. But then it means that the transfer window is, you know, pushed back as well. So they don't even necessarily need to sit there and make plans for this. So they have got time on their side. I, I think that, the, it, it, you know, it's... It was obvious that this was going to happen as soon as you, as soon as you get um, this this bid was was kind of clear that it was, it was credibility to it. You were going to get people surfing around it. I mean, I see some some of the journalists who were linking names. I don't know how they would know have better insight into the plans of the the owners than maybe some of the people who've been talking consistently and stably for months and months and months and, and even years. It's very strange. I mean, Philip Coutinho. It's great to it's great to think, but we don't know yet how much we're, they're going to need to put in. I don't know how much you know prices are going to go down. There's so many unponderables at the moment, and you know we're maybe a little bit. We're I think we're a little bit too early to start talking about names of players that they would bring in or even managers. I think that Steve Bruce will be in charge for the short term. I think long term or medium to long term. I think it's really unrealistic that Steve Bruce will continue in that job. Um, I think they'll look to bring their own man in, um, whether that be Rafa or some of the other names that they're looking at. But I, I think it's just too early to start talking about specific plans just now. Um, but there'll be time for all of that. There'll be time for all of that, and you know that that means for me that that's what I 
um, you know, that, that, that's the kind of thing I'm looking forward to.